More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. If you don't have a team that's militant, you better be brilliant. I love this feeling. If you don't have no team that's militant, be mentally equipped. I love this feeling. Watch everybody. That's why I love my team. I love this feeling. The Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Good morning. Good morning. Hope you are having a great start to the new month of October. I'm just glad it's October because September can kick rocks. It really can. That that was not a good outside month of my DT. birthday. You did say that, right? Of, outside of your <laughs> birthday and my father's birthday, my father turned uh, 77. Uh, this nice. or, excuse me in September. Well, but outside of that, yeah, I'm glad it's October. And um, the Truth Talking text line, which is eight three three two one two one zero one seven. We've been talking about a lot of things, including the temporary 45-day avoidance of a government shutdown. Uh, speaking of economy, not sure if y'all heard about this, but Beyonce, as she just wrapped up her Renaissance World Tour, which is on its way to earning $560 million in revenue. So that basically means that, look, <clears throat> this is all the money that we made off of this tour and telly he's he had me cracking up y'all before the break so basically this concert this tour it's estimated to generate a 4.5 billion dollar boost to the american economy i shouldn't say estimated it 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 basically is estimated that it did generate a multi-billion dollar impact on the u.s economy Telly said, shout out to all the vendors who make cowboy boots and hats because oh, they man. are eating good. <laughs> that seemed they like are that, winning. Was the unif- that was the uniform if you were going to the Beyonce concert. There were so many pictures that, oh, cowboy boots, shorts, hats. But isn't that amazing? I mean, think about that. And, and just so you know, <laughs> this came from the New York Times. I want to make sure that y'all know this is a credible source. The New York Times reported that the Renaissance World Tour of Beyonce is well on its way to earning $560 million in revenue and has the trajectory to wrap up with an estimated $4.5 billion, with a B, boost to the American economy. And if you just want to kind of put that in a further context, this is basically what the 2008 Olympics did for Beijing, China. I'll let that marinate. That is, yes. That is incredible. And, and and even if you think about some of the things that Beyonce was able to do during that tour, remember when she was in New York and they had the subway crisis and she paid for everybody mm-hmm. to catch the freeway, I mean freeway, the train to her um, to her concert. I mean, she has done a lot of different humanitarian things. Clearly she could afford it. But uh, when you look at the impact that – and all it took was for her to decide this is what she wanted to do. Just think about mm-hmm. it. She could have been like, you know, I don't really feel like going on a world tour right now. Or she could have waited years. But exactly. to decide that's what she wanted to do and then go through with it and then have that much impact on the economy. And and this is a worldwide tour. Like, come on, man. That is she did. I mean, that's 60 hard to even. Shows. Yes, go ahead. Sixty she, shows. She completed wow. sixty shows, 
four months. That's it. She did 60 shows in just four months, including Europe and the U.S. She closed out with her final show in Kansas City, Missouri last weekend. And so (laughs) I'm basically saying that this tour, the Renaissance World Tour, it's going to go down in history for a variety of reasons. But mainly, again, even when you think about it from a culture standpoint, that's what I love about music because it unifies people that usually don't engage with one another. And I experienced that firsthand when I went to see her in in Cardiff, England. And you just saw all these different types of people coming from all over to, to witness Beyonce in this groundbreaking, his, history-breaking tour. I was just like, and like you said, she had people up all night sewing outfits designing you know and i mean it just was a cultural impact as well there will never be a tour like this uh it was one traveling to different countries like yourself yeah (laughs) i mean most of the time you would be like uh you know maybe i'll catch him in vegas or maybe i'll catch him in atlanta (laughs) or something (laughs) you went to another country and i'm so So, glad i did because again the concert was life-changing yeah, so and I, I wish mean for- I wish every black girl, every black and brown girl would have been able just to go because seriously to see a black woman such as Beyonce do what she did and just how you left feeling. And no one else was on Incredible. the the tour with her, right? Like she didn't have no. any opening acts, or I mean, now that is also rare too. I mean, most of the yeah. time you don't come by yourself. <laughs> like Beyonce showing Listen. up by herself. This is the show. Now we ain't gonna have you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna throw anybody else out there to make them seem smaller. But we're not gonna have other artists come up and warm the crowd up. Like they already come and gassed up for you. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I'm going to respectfully decline opening up for Beyonce anytime <laughs> in my trajectory. Okay, I'm gonna respectfully decline on the Truth Talk and Text line. Brian says, which is eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Brian says, well, it still wasn't Thriller, comma dot dot dot. LOL. Hey, let me let me just say this to you: the Dangerous Tour. I was actually watching that with some friends of mine on YouTube last night, and you know that's the famous tour where he would pop up from the stage and stand there for like 60 whole seconds and not do anything but take off his glasses really smooth and you just start seeing yeah! bodies drop. Oh yeah, you just start bodies just flying everywhere. Look, Brian, you get no pushback from me, brother. There, you look, and I don't, I don't necessarily like to use the term greatest of all time for spiritual reasons, but Brian, let me be clear. I'm a Beyonce fan. I'm not a member of the Beehive. I'm a, I'm a Beyonce fan. I'm just giving her credit. However, with that being said, we all know that every great artist, including Taylor Swift, including Beyonce, including Usher, which we're going to talk about him in a second too, literally stand on the shoulders of Michael Jackson. He is yet to be beat in any capacity of entertaining people. So, Brian, I'm with you. Um, the caller says $560 million in revenue. If that's not iconic, what is? With all due respect, Miss Dion was dead wrong when she said Queen B isn't an icon. Jay-Z knew how to pick them, knows how to pick them. Miss, Miss Dion Warwick said that Beyonce was an icon? Was it Dion Warwick? Who was that? I, the call? I, 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 what? I, I, I Usually people don't come for Beyonce. <laughs> 
I'm weak. I'm weak. So speaking of of entertainers, let me just tell y'all, Usher, this is his season. Because ever since he started the residency in Las Vegas, probably about what, uh, going on three years now, he it's is – it, it, Yeah, because I went to go see wow. it um, when it was at Caesars, and that okay. was right during COVID. Yeah, so it, I know we went to go see him in 2021, I believe. So I want to say he's been in, in this – because now he's at – I forget the stadium. It's the venue in Vegas. But he was originally has his residency in Caesars. But anywho, what I love about Usher is that he's already a legend. And it just shows you, like, don't don't ever feel like your dreams have an expiration date. Yeah. Because Usher, he's been a legend. And now he's finally just at the at the peak of – his residency. Now he's going to be the halftime performer during the upcoming Super Bowl in Las Vegas. See, so that's the thing. He's already in Vegas. He's about to perform in Vegas. And then y'all yeah. guess what? He just announced he's going to have a world tour as soon as he finishes in February in Las Vegas during the Super yeah. Bowl. So I'm all here for Usher. I'm here for Beyonce. I'm here for everybody who's black that's winning. I'm here for it. I'm loving hey. it. And Denise, that uh, I, man, you just brought up something that really made me think about how you could sometimes feel like because your dream isn't happening when you want it to, uh, that it's dead. And it's like, oh, well, maybe that's not what is you know meant for me. Uh, maybe I should try something else. And you're talking about a person who was a child star. It wasn't like mm -hmm. he uh, didn't become famous until he was in his 20s or 30s. And even being a child star and having the career that he's had, he's, he's over 40. I think Usher's in his mid-40s now, if not early 40s. Let I me, know he's not too far check. away Let's from us. Let's see how old but, Usher Raymond is. But my point is he's now having his season. And yes. regardless of what you feel, and it's like, man, it's never going to happen. I've been trying, and I've been doing this for 20 years, and Usher's been performing for 30 years. And he's Shout just Usher, getting he – his, his birthday actually is October 14th. He'll be 45. So he's got a milestone birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. He'll be 45 years old on the 14th. So, yeah. so my my point is – uh, if you are chasing something, if you had a dream for something, you're not too old. Uh, it could still happen if you just continue to believe in it. Because um, at 45, at 44 and a half or three quarters for Usher, a lot of things that are coming into play that he probably wish would have happened 20 years ago. I mean, he's probably thinking, look, I was Usher 20 years ago. Why did nobody want me to perform in the Super Bowl? Why did – and timing. so – That wasn't part of God's exactly, plan. Exactly. Exactly. So my, my point is if you're 40 or if you're still trying to push for something, it doesn't mean that it's over just because it's been delayed. Delayed doesn't mean denied when it comes to your blessing, your season, and what is for you is for you. A lot of people didn't become – famous or didn't start making money until after 40 years old if you truly think facts. about it yes so if thank you, you truly Telly, think for, about it thank you telly for giving me hope that yes denise you may be in a wheelchair when you roll down the aisle to get married but don't give up denise 
You too hey, look. can be Queen Camilla. Queen Camilla, I, look. Queen Camilla said, hang in there. <laughs> you too can be I, Queen I, as a side I, chick. I thought you were going to go you. somewhere else with it, like hosted the Grammys or something. <laughs> oh, that's a done deal. Me and God, we've already had that conversation. And he told me, just be patient. Because here's the thing, when you do the work, and that's one thing that I'm learning, is when you do the work, you don't have to worry about finding It'll automatically come to you because that's the energy that you're putting out in the universe. Yes. Don't yes. ever, ever so, search. Just keep, yeah. just do the work every day. Because Usher, think about how, like, that is crazy. You think that when he accepted the residency in Las Vegas that he, he suspected or knew that he would be invited to perform during the Super Bowl halftime that happens to be also where? Do you know from a logistics really? standpoint how much money he's saving? Do you do you realize because from a logistics yeah, standpoint, because they don't get paid nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they pay for all of that. Yeah. So he's winning. Like he's getting like a friends and family discount based on the fact that he's already got most of his stuff already there mm. to get to what is that? SoFi Stadium? Is that the name of the stadium in uh, No Allegiant. No. Allegiant, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So LA. Yep. Um the caller says Beyonce is another example of black excellence like Mike. I'm assuming Michael Jackson, Prince, Janet, and James. I'm assuming that's James Brown. Brian says on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, Usher, really? He all right. But they could have brought somebody with more danceable hits like the whole Master P clan. Hey, it's a hype football game. I don't really want to hear no wimpy, limp-wristed, watered-down, pseudo-brother hits. Damn, I wish DMX was still here. Well, I can tell you this, Brian. With all due respect, DMX was never going to get invited to perform unless unless the person they invited invited DMX. But I can tell you right now, Brian, that would never, ever. And they it's, still it's the would have had a problem with it. Right. Brian, I feel you, and thank you for sharing your thoughts. But I'm going to tell you right now, Master P, the whole No Limit Soldier Clan, I highly doubt they'll be invited to perform as part of yeah. the Super Bowl halftime. You know, uh, uh, Brian, this is the same Super Bowl that had Maroon 5 as one of their performers one year. So you don't go from Maroon I mean, Brian, 5 to DMX at any point. Brian, just picture yourself in the in the uh, conference room. Okay, you guys, let's talk about who we're going to invite for 2024 Super Bowl. Uh, who do we have? Ooh, ooh, oh, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Look, Telly, no. <laughs> look, look, look. Um, What about Master P and the No Limit Soldier Group? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Nope. I got one better, y'all. What, what are your thoughts, Brian? Let's bring DMX. <laughs> was never going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. Sorry, Brian. Uh, the caller, <laughs> 2 chains. Oh, yes, this is a fact. The caller says 2 chains and Samuel Jackson were in their 40s when they blew up. That's facts. Yes, uh, yes. If you go back and no look at soldiers. If you go back and look at most of your fav uh, favorite actors and entertainers and, and even broadcasters, a lot of them didn't get on until – after they were 40. You didn't know about Stephen A. Smith when he was in his 20s. You didn't. Or his 30s. So, uh, prime example. Yes, yes. So, uh, again, you know, it's, it's never too late to have your season and for Usher to be uh, in the midst of his, his prime season. I mean, great for him. Great for him. I'm so excited. I am. I'm so excited. I'm definitely going to watch uh, – the Super Bowl halftime performance this year because at least we know because that's the thing with Usher he is a great entertainer that, that's for sure and I know he's probably 
curating some type of extraordinary experiences because it gives he's got the insight on what he can do to even further make the performance in Las Vegas so hype. Brian says, just bring Jay-Z then. Jay-Z was invited. Jay-Z respectfully declined. Come on, Brian. Come on. Well, do better. actually, Jay-Z is a part of bringing Usher on with his work with the NFL, being a part of Oh, that's the, true. Yes, yes. So, I mean, Jay-Z doesn't have a so reason Brian, to Brian, you up. need to – you need to hit Jay-Z up and be like, oh, na 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 Can we get no limit? <laughs> but see, please, Denise, we, we did go back. Ways. We did go back, and when this was announced, looking at all the different halftime acts going back. Yes. And if if you recall, like over the last three years, this is when the shift really has started. I mean, because you had – Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, you had Maroon 5, you've had uh, the closest or the, the blackest artists over the last, I said, six, seven years before uh, the L.A. Super Bowl when they brought out Dr. Dre, Snoop, Kendrick Lamar, and, uh, and then I think the year before that or the year after that was Rihanna. But uh, Bruno Mars was the, the blackest entertainer over the last – seven, eight years before Jay-Z got on. And now you see the trend going in a different direction. When the Super Bowl was at SoFi in L.A., you had everybody, all the L.A. rappers, and then you have Rihanna the next year. Now you have Usher. So it's definitely going in a different direction. That, yeah, but because, I mean, I don't me, think we'll get to Master P anytime soon, but but we're definitely Man, going to a different direction. Anybody come to see you, Otis. All, all <laughs> respect and love for Master P, but come on now. Let's be realistic because, again, it's about viewership. You got sponsors. Exactly. You got, it's, it's the Apple Music halftime show. And so they're going to be like, yeah, we, we, we love Master P, but in terms of the viewership, it's the most viewed live broadcast in the history. Of, like over 150 million people watch the Super Bowl from all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every year it breaks saying. a record. Yeah. Um, speaking of living legends, when we come back from break, uh, the most recent update regarding the murder of Tupac and this brother that speaking name kept of Vegas. Coming up. <laughs> speaking of Vegas, uh, we're going to talk more about the person that was arrested. Finally, somebody has been arrested, and also we're going to talk about Jada Pinkett Smith's response. Lord, have oh me. man, I didn't even know that part. Be told. Yes, did she <laughs> come on crying in front of Will? <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell you a truth nation when we come back from break because you know she had a response. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. DT and Telly, truth be told, on 101.7 FM, the truth. More of truth be told with DT and Telly is next on 101.7 the truth, the truth app and 1017thetruth.com. This is 1017 The Truths, Dr. Ken Harris, and the time is now, Milwaukee. You know, perspective is essential. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. 
Coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for starting your month and your week off here with DT and Telly. It is Monday, October 2nd. It's the first of the month. A lot going on. Before break, we were talking about Tupac. Tupac Shakur has uh, the, the investigation of his murder, Tupac Shakur, in 1996 has been open for that would be what almost 30 years now and anytime you watch a documentary about the investigation regarding the murder of Tupac Shakur this name always came up or comes up and this person now has finally been arrested and charged with the murder of Tupac Shakur as of Friday in uh, Las Vegas so the Las Vegas Police Department uh, arrested or made had a press conference, a news conference regarding the indictment in the 1996 murder of rapper Tupac Shakur. And again, this was just last Friday, September 29th. Dwayne Keefe D. Davis, again, who has whose name I've always heard. There's even audio of Dwayne Davis, also known as Keefe D., there's audio and recordings of him admitting that he was involved in the shooting that took place again in 1996 in Las Vegas, killing rapper, I don't even want to say rapper, killing pipe, pop icon, hip hop poet, actor, everything, Tupac Shakur. Um, more to come. But what's interesting, <laughs> dear Telly, <laughs> mm -hmm. is that, of course, our sister Jada Pinkett Smith, as Couldn't soon resist. as the <laughs> as soon as the news conference took place about her former boo Tupac, on her Instagram and Twitter, she posted the following quote, Now I hope we can get some answers and have some closure. R.I.P. Pac and put an emoji of a dove flying. Now <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> Again, uh, oh god! I I'm curious because she's she just posted a couple of weeks ago a video of her and Tupac dancing inside of a mall. Remember back in the day, you could go to the mall and do like a, a, a lip sync. You would play the mm -hmm. video and you'd do karaoke and you'd have it like recorded and they give you a videotape. And now, you, so she posted one of those that was taken. I want to say it was like ninety. 293. No, it was earlier than that. It was like probably 88, yeah, it 89. Had to be, yeah, it had to be earlier. Yeah. <sighs> Look. Poor Will. Poor Will. He didn't he didn't went on stage and slapped somebody and had all this controversy and she's still over here sweating is and salivating <laughs> over Tupac, who's dead. And she got a whole <laughs> breathing alive husband who literally <laughs> took a big L for you. And you are still out here talking about finally we can get some peace. Who's we? Hey, I'm just curious, and, Jada. And, um, and and what's so crazy about just even going back to the slap? If somebody asked you know Jada about it, she'd probably be like, "I ain't tell him to do that. He did that on his own." <laughs> I guess my I guess my question is, in Truth Nation, I'm gonna first ask Telly, but this is for all y'all. I want to understand. And the Truth Talk and text line is 833-212-1017. It is obvious that Will Smith unconditionally loves his wife. 
she also just released a memoir. Um, and there's an vi interesting video that she posted of her opening the books. And you can see Will Smith in the background. Just, just watch it when you get a chance. But my question is, Truth Nation, I'm going to start with Telly. And I know that this marriage is different. It's not like, you know, traditional marriages. But is Jada out of order with all of this constant love, public displays of love and affection for Tupac, who, by the way, again, is no longer with us while you got a whole husband? Is that healthy? I mean, would you be okay if your spouse or significant other or partner just constantly, constantly acknowledged their former lover? especially when they're no longer with us. Like, how would y'all feel? Telly, we're going to start with you. Because, I, I mean, for me, it's a little toxic. It's a little unhealthy. Uh, I, I, as my co-host, I, I wanted to respect uh, you asking the question and letting you get it out because I was going to ask and answer the question for you. Uh, I was going to ask the question of, are you over Jada? And the answer is yes. Uh, the amount of disrespect. I, I truly believe she has a Tupac folder, a bin of, like, pictures and letters and, and uh, clippings. I, I mean, th come on. Uh, that just case in point, that video had to be from the late 80s, or early 90s. And who else outside of her has this video? So you just all of a sudden thought it'd be a good time or you were missing him that much. Um, I am. Uh, I think I was over Jada right after Will slapped Chris Rock because her response to him allegedly defending her honor on a joke that he didn't feel was funny and was disrespectful towards his wife. And after the slap, you never said anything about, man, that was my husband. I appreciate him defending my honor or this, that, and the other. You were just kind of like, well, that was something he did. And uh, you kind of kept it moving. And – um it's just, it is so bad. It is, it is so, so bad. And I just, I just well, because think my that. Thing, the reason why I have a problem with that, with her statement is because when Chris Rock made the statement and we're definitely not going to go down this rabbit hole, but I just have yeah. to remind us that when, when Chris Rock made the statement, Will Smith's initial reaction was laughter. And then when he yeah. looked over and saw Jada Pinkett was offended, like obviously yes. offended, then it made Being him snap, he, yes, which is what a good snap. man would do for his wife. Now, when Jada says, oh, well, I didn't ask him to do that, but you did, because if, yes. if he wouldn't have reacted, then that would have been a whole nother argument, long drive home. Yes. You did. You did, Jada. Yes. And I need you to own and, that. And, and I just, I, I look at it as, again, if it was... The shoe was on the other foot. And if Will constantly talked about his ex-wife, man, she was the one who got away. Man, I was just too young at the time. Boy, she maybe she really was my soul mate. If he's saying all this stuff and he's married to Jada, I think that would be a huge problem. A huge problem. Now, I know that's a different dynamic because Tupac is no longer with us, but this woman clearly – is still in love with someone that is not her husband. 
Because my question is this, what was the value that you gained from making that post? It definitely didn't help Will Smith. And no. it definitely, like everybody, Jada, trust me, everybody knows that you are still That's in love with a dead man. Exactly. And you still exactly. have, so for my thing is, who are her PR people? Like, why do you need to post this? What value is it going to bring? What new information? How is this going to inspire anyone? And again, it's like, it's, it's kind of like she wants this negative attention. Yes. I know, again, she just, she just released victim. her memoir. Yeah. And then play victim. She just released her memoir. So I, I don't know. My thing is, for me, whatever the rules of engagement are in you and your person's relationship, those are your rules it, for no one else to be involved. But you're making this public, and it just it, – from a PR standpoint, you're making – and you release a memoir – you, yeah. To me, you're kind of incriminating yourself. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. She don't care. And we want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> she doesn't. We want to hear your thoughts about Jada's um, recent response to the arrest of Dwayne Davis, also known as Keefe D, for the murder of Tupac Shakur in 1996. She has publicly let the world know again that now we can finally have closure. All right. Let me know your thoughts. The Truth Talking Text Line is 833-212-1017. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017 FM, The Truth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. You can always stream us live by going to YouTube or Twitter and just search for 101.7 FM or 101.7 FM, The Truth. You can see us live now. I'm looking like uh, $2.25. <laughs> so if you want to see me looking real regular, Telly, He's here too. So stream us live and also download the Truth app because anytime you download the Truth app, that means you have access to the only, the only station in the country that's going to give you 11 live consecutive hours of Black Talk Radio. Before break, we were talking about the recent arrest. Las Vegas Police Department announced during a news conference on Friday, September 29th, that Dwayne Davis, also known as Keefe D, was arrested for the murder of Tupac Shakur in Las Vegas in 1996. We've got lots of comments coming in on the Truth Tonka text <laughs> line, which is 833-212-1017. Uh, regarding the reaction from Jada Pinkett Smith. <sighs> so before we Over get into her, the text, man. let's take a call from Al. Good morning, Al. You are live with DT and Telly on Truth Be Told. What is your question or comment? Well, my comment with Jada Pickett, I wouldn't really put too much thought into it. She's just saying, oh, um, you know, she she still has some type of love for him. But I wouldn't take it as being toxic or, you know, because she's married, she shouldn't say nothing about another man. Because keep in mind, this man is dead. 
You know, he's dead. She's not going to come back from the grave, scratch her back, and crack her taco. So she's just showing that she has some type of love. So I wouldn't put that much thought into it because it was somebody else already cracking that taco just as well as Will was cracking the taco. And there was no uproar about it. So I think everything should be fine. (laughs) Well, good morning, Al, to you. Thank you for Uh your comment yeah uh, al I, well, here's you the thing. Know, I, I agree with al quite a bit but i'm gonna have to disagree with this one because it doesn't matter if the man is dead or alive it is the respect aspect i i think that i don't care what is going on do you want your wife always professing publicly her love about someone she used to be with that's the point. Uh, like, if that's how you feel, keep that to yourself. Why do you have well, to post that? Like you said, what's the benefit? If if this had been the first time that Jada publicly, you know, through a social media platform, yeah. acknowledged like that, hey, this this we're going to finally get some closure. Matter of fact, she, again, she just posted a video of her and Tupac, yes. like, two weeks ago. It's kind of like as if she's removed from reality and, and how she's treating Tupac like he's still – like this and maybe maybe he is for her a spiritual you know existence but yeah al i think for me what she posted wasn't unhealthy it's the frequency and it, she just does it all the time and i'm like for me if i were will smith i'd be like we get it like because again the question is what value did that bring everybody knows that she loves tupac everybody knows that so on the truth <laughs> talking text slide um Let's see. Armore says Keefe D was a regular on Via D TV discussing that situation no, over Vlad, and over again in different Vlad ways. Vlad TV. Vlad, Vlad TV. Okay, Vlad TV. Yeah, no, yeah. Armore, I'm with you because, again, his name just kept coming up. Um, someone says it's a red flag when your significant other is not over an ex, dead or alive. I was a placeholder for seven years. Mm. My ex ended up reuniting with that same woman he divorced 20-something years ago. His heart was someplace else. He was not vested in what we were building. You know, that's a great point. Thank you for your transparency and sharing that as well because I was always told it ain't where the man is at is where his heart belongs. Mm-hmm. I've always yeah. been told that by wise women. It ain't where that brother's at. <laughs> I almost said a bad <laughs> word. It ain't where that brother's at. It's where his heart belongs um wayne says i'm with telly on this jada treats tupac like he's in jail versus in the grave that is a huge difference uh opie says that we're living in the era or ope sorry we're living in an era where women can do anything without question because it's going to be issues of being controlled or told what to do but when a man does exactly the same thing it's giving patriarchy um aramore you said don't forget my other texts what is that? If I was Will, I would ask her if she wants. Oh, if I was Will, I would ask if she wants to go be with him. And if so, then I'd tell her to do what she has to do then by any means. Yeah. Um, the caller says, facts, Al. Will is the fool who who keeps getting his head bumped. Yeah. Huh. Well, now, one I... of the other um, listeners had had shared that we, <laughs> which I, I had to give them a side coaching. I don't do well with microaggressions. Um we weren't leaving anything out. We just didn't get to that point yet. There's a lot of names that are associated with this investigation, including, yes, Sean Puffy Combs. Now, because he hasn't been arrested and because there's been a lot of alleged, I can't really even, like, that. Does, this is facts. So mm-hmm. the fact is that Keefe D 
has been found, <laughs> has been indicted and arrested for the murder of Tupac, not Sean Puffy Love Combs. Yes, and Period. on top of that, if it's if he if Puffy has something to do with it, I'm sure to come out now. They've made arrests. I mean, they're not just going to arrest him and say, "All right." you're in jail. I'm sure they're going to question him. They're going to try to get more information. And if you are wondering some of those things, eventually it'll come out as it took 27 years for this arrest to happen. I'm sure whatever else is going to come out, it'll come out if it's going to come out now or later, but it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, since this is truth be told, when your income bracket is a certain level, there's ways that you can avoid serving time for murder. We've seen that several times in this country. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that at that. Yeah. So, I yes. mean, again, if you had a certain income tax bracket, it has been proven in this country that you can, yes, indeed, get away with murder. And I'm going to leave yeah. it at that. Um, <laughs> in yes. other news... <laughs> so back, let's get back to Milwaukee. So this weekend, this Saturday to be exact, around 2 o'clock at the Pfizer Forum, Deer District, we welcome Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. He he was here, and it looked like he had his – is this his two sons he, he was bringing with him, he brought with him? Yes, yes. Based on what like, I saw yeah. on yeah. the footage? Okay. Cute, cute little – all they're so adorable, his his sons. Um you know, look, different people have different personalities and, you know, different ways of engaging with the public. I just didn't get a vibe of him like being like truly excited to be here. And I'm not comparing him to, you know, Giannis or any other um, major franchise player. I'm just basing it on the fact that when he got out the truck and you see a sea of people that are excited and have made time to welcome you, he was just kind of like, I don't know. I just was like, you, you, Can you thought just he should have been more. You, you, you thought he should have been a little more Bobby Portis. <laughs> I, I, yes. Well, and because you know, there's been there's been some previous comments that Damian has made about being traded to Milwaukee. Uh, there was a tweet where someone had you know said, Are, "Would you go to Milwaukee Bucks?" And he said no. And there was an interview where you know he was talking about going to you know Oklahoma City or Milwaukee. I mean, and, and I get it. And it's just like uh, Damon, Damon Dash, when he came to Milwaukee, shout out to Khalif Rainey for hosting Hip Hop Milwaukee Week. Damon Dash, when he, when he was in the car in Milwaukee, he was like, I've always thought Milwaukee was whack. And I'm paraphrasing. He was like, I got to start going to all the cities that are described as whack because Milwaukee is a vibe. So it, to me, a lot of people have, from the outside looking in, they have this perception of Milwaukee, um, you know, do black people live in Milwaukee or it's very segregated, it's too cold. However, what I can tell you as a transplant who's lived in Milwaukee for 20 years, give it a chance. Because Milwaukee is a good, it, it's a great city. And I was going to say yeah. good at first because, you know, there's no perfect city. But Damien, and this is me, this is not Telly, this is not the truth, this is me telling you, brother, I just need you to be a little bit more excited because you kind of, you know, you kind of dissed Milwaukee. And again, I get it because you didn't know. Now that you're here, though, you know, let, let's just because I felt like even when he was taking pictures with fans, you know, like that's one thing I love about Giannis. And again, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying Giannis, even if he's having a bad day, he understands that fans, 
they, they're loyal and they just need to feel every now and again that connection. Does it mean that they have permission to touch you or invade your privacy? No. But all I'm saying is that for, for the Milwaukeeans to show up and be as excited as they were to welcome Damian Lillard after, you know, and I'll say losing Drew Holiday, smile a little bit more, yeah. brother. Like, look, look yeah. like you, you know. Well, well, I got two things about that. First off, with the, with the Dame situation um, uh, coming to Milwaukee, I think we may have to give him a little grace, uh, DT. And I say that because he is coming from somewhere he's been 11 years. He's had a relationship with these fans in Portland and that fan base. Uh, he was beloved out there. He's not a guy that's been traded around. Uh, so this is first trade, his first ever trade after playing in the NBA for 11 years. So people react differently, and it may he may still be getting over the fact that he's not going to be in Portland anymore. And But I get it from a Bucks fan standpoint. You want to see him as excited as you are for him to be here. I get that point. And, uh, but I also think that you may have to give him a little time because this all just happened within a three-day span. Like yeah. He was in Portland. He thought that he was going to Miami. And then, bam, one morning he gets a call, you're going to Milwaukee. It's not all of a sudden that – I mean, and you don't know if the, he was – the listeners – a lot of the listeners are co-signing with you, Telly. They're saying that Dame is low-key. That's his personality in interviews yeah. and et cetera. He's not a hypester. Um, you can't force no one to be what they don't feel. Facts. Yeah. Totally uh, I, I, agree with you. Somebody says – go ahead. No, I was just going to say to these, like, it's like you, uh, like you're planning to move to London, Right. And uh, the whole, uh, like, your organization. Hypothetically, y'all. Yeah, yeah, hypothetically. No, I'm saying hypothetically, (laughs) you want to move to London, and you've already talked to your organization, and your organization like, all right, we're going to try to get you a transfer over to London, and you could be happy, and this, that, and the other. And then they call you three days ago, and they're like, "Uh, it looks like it's going to be South America. And you're like, wait a minute. I was already kind of planning London, and now I'm going to. So I think it just it just takes a little time. But the one thing about this, like you said, losing Drew, the one thing that the Bucks did not want to see happen. I don't know if you heard about this, but Portland has traded Drew Holiday to the Boston Celtics. I didn't know that. That's breaking news. When did this happen? Over the weekend? Yes. Yes, it happened either yesterday or Saturday. So now, (laughs) not only do the Bucs lose Drew Holiday, but they lose him to a team that's in their conference, in the Eastern Conference. Welcome welcome to the NBA. Now, on the Truth Talk and text line, which is going bananas, the caller says, Dane probably had jet lag, Denise. You'll see energy when he hits the floor with Giannis. Appreciate you letting me know that. Grant says, I don't know, DT. I've seen Damian Lillard hit some game-winning shots from beyond half court. I've never seen him excited. That's his makeup. Thank y'all for educating me because, again, I don't – I mean, I've known of him playing for Portland, to your point, Telly, for so many years. So I'm just – because, again, I was just like – didn't seem like he was that – excited so i'm glad that y'all are educating me on that's just his personality that's how he is um someone says i agree with telly give the man some slack see there y'all go with these microaggressions shut up 
I wasn't coming for him. I was making an observation. <laughs> See, everybody else I don't think healthy. they're coming for you, Denise. They're not coming for you. They just telling, agree with telling, what I said. Telling, 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 I'm saying – Give the man some layback. I wasn't coming for him. I was like, hey, oh, it seems like he wasn't. And then, thank you. That's why I said, Telly. Yeah. What, who am I? What is my title? You will never win. You will never win. Now, that's like me trying to go up against LeBron James. I'm not going to win. I'm not going to beat him when it comes to sports. When it comes to communication, I got this. So, yeah, like I wasn't coming for, for Damon or Damien. I was saying that I felt. Like he could have demonstrated some more excitement. And then the other listeners were clarifying that that's how he is all the time. Thank you for that healthy feedback. The other person, anybody come to see you, Otis. All right. You are listening <laughs> to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, wrap this up with our truth of the matter. And we hope you are having a great start to the new month and the new week. We will be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is that time before we wrap up and head over to our brother, Sherwin Hughes. It is truth of the matter. My truth of the matter is this. Milwaukee, I think we are going to have a great basketball season. That's my truth of the matter. I really am <laughs> just considering the dynamics and the makeup of what we got going on. We're going to miss Drew, that's for sure. And, again, I didn't know he's going to Boston, so thanks for breaking that news. But, yeah, I'm excited. My truth of the matter is I'm excited about the future of the Milwaukee Bucks. So, go Bucks. I'm definitely going to be going to some games again this, this season. But them Bears, they can kick rocks. <laughs> you see that? You see that big loss? They, they had a 21-point Anyway, no, go ahead. I'm not even going to get started. I can't even talk. <laughs> well, my truth of the matter, I know <laughs> the we, are we, we typically give our takeaway from a topic that we covered throughout the show. But just like yourself, I'm going to go another direction. I'm so sick of seeing Taylor Swift and when they play Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> games. I mean, so what? She's at the game. Ooh. And if it's about her new boyfriend – Taylor Swift get boyfriends every other month. Like, why after every play, you hear the uh, Mike Tirico and, and Taylor Swift enjoyed that play. So what? So what? All right, Ben. I'm off it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it just it, it bothered me so much. I'm like, how many cutaways of Taylor Swift I'm gonna see during this football game? Well, I'm going to add I'm going to add fuel to your fire. There was this one lady and she said that she, that if it weren't for Taylor Swift, no one have, would have heard of the Kansas City Chiefs. And she, man, when I tell you they came the for her on the defending Super Bowl champions. <laughs> okay. <I know. laughs> it's okay. 
Ben, what you got, man? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give my take really, really, really quick. Shout out to Beyonce for inflating the economy. We definitely needed you. Uh, you and the Beehive. Uh, shout out to the L.A. police doing their job. Finally uh, finding the uh, gentleman who killed uh, Tupac. The Vegas police. Yeah, the Vegas police. So, um, yeah, that's my truth of the matter. All right. There you have it. Y'all, thanks so much for tuning in and starting your new month and new week. We really, really, really wish you a happy, happy Monday. Go make it a great day. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Sherwin Hughes. We love you. Have it make it a great day. Peace out.